0: Welcome to the Slaying Self Doubt podcast, where we are going to overcome our fears, doubts, and insecurities. I'm your host, Felicia Wallace, and I would like for you to join me on my journey to slaying my own self doubt and hopefully you slaying some of yours as well. Let's get started. What's going on, guys? I know that I am a day late, but not a dollar short. Hey, 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 sorry. Just a really busy week. So last week, I celebrated my son's promotion from the fifth grade. Yay, super excited for him Um, and just this transition of him going into middle school. He just really always amazes me, always just is such a humble kid, such a peaceful kid, just loving and caring, just super genuine. So I'm honored and proud to be his mom and just glad that he has the best versions of me and his dad I don't know where those parts of us are but you know luckily those pieces of us went into that kid and that's the best part of us so with that my parents came to visit from Florida so we did a whole lot of family time loving up on each other and um, it was definitely worthwhile and needed which made me get distracted and child. I just be off y'all know how I be Another win for the week is that I went and took some photos. So you start to see some photos on, if you haven't already seen the photo on my Instagram and my Facebook page, that's changed. We're going to do some other photos. I was super nervous when I went to take the pictures because you know, I'm self-conscious about the whole Bell's palsy thing. I prayed about it and I just was like, God, oh, this is the whole purpose of this thing. It's just to show other people that, no matter what your imperfections are, no matter what it is that you struggle with, like still do it, keep going, all of those things. And I was proud of myself because those pictures actually turned out amazing. Shout out to my photographer, Aisha Sheffield. You can find her on Instagram. I'll make sure that I put her information in the um episode notes but she definitely did a did a great job of making me feel comfortable and confident she had me cracking up she was letting me know if my face wasn't right I went into it like okay listen let me just tell you this right side of my face does not move okay so I was like I have mastered the smise because sometimes you just got I have to do that because otherwise for me it's It's a mess, right? And so some of my issues I've said before is that most people don't see what I see, but it is because of what I see. And so I'm my worst critic. And we know that if it's something that we struggle with, we're our worst critic. Um, And so I was so happy about just not allowing that to like enter my mind on that day. I prayed about it. My husband gave me a huge hug and was like, you're going to do fine. I was just like please don't let my face be crooked. That's what I said. Right before I got the call, I was like, Lord, please just let me be confident, comfortable, smile right and don't let my face be too crooked. I just, I'm grateful for um, the experience. It made me definitely feel comfortable. I did, you know, I still critiqued myself, but I said, you know, my imperfections are God's blessings. And those things are the things that make me me. And so I'm just learning how to love the face and the skin that I'm in, you know. I, some other adjustments need to be made, but, you know, I'm okay with that. But I just, you know, so those things were, like, super big deals to me. I was definitely, like... You go, girl. Like, I'm so proud of you for even taking that step because that was one of the biggest things. Like, I just don't want people to see my face. Like, my voice is okay. Like, I can talk. That's fine. But if I actually got to show my face and all the other stuff, I was worried about me like it was just the enemy in my head or not even the enemy myself talking to myself telling myself that uh maybe you know that would just be a distraction but again I've told y'all before there are times you know even though I'm, I'm definitely in a better space but I still i am having so like this week with everything kind of going on and my family being in town and everything and me not being having the discipline to be able to sit down and say, hey, I know you guys are here, but I need to do a podcast. Um, I was really wet and ready to just be like okay i'm gonna just wait till next week and do it but then it's father's day right so then i got a you know father's day husband kids all of that stuff um and i was like oh you're gonna find yourself in the same situation trying to rush and do this and so what i did was is that um so this morning one of my friends reached out to me and she's like hey i've reached out i mean i listened to one of your podcasts today and it was just amazing i know and i was just like okay god see there you go again right like that happened and then that I was like, this morning, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and do it, and this, that, and the third, so then on my way home, I was talking to one of my good girlfriends, and she's asking me how things are going, and this, that, and the third, and I say to her, I need to make sure I do a um, podcast tonight, but I'm just, you know, when I get home, I'm just so tired, and that's the reason why I do it on the weekend, but then i be bojangling on the weekend and so I'm just like I just need to be able to sit down and say because at this point I've been talking to you for 49 minutes and if I could talk to you for 49 minutes I could do a 20-minute podcast right right so right after I said that to her I got another text message that was like oh my god I just listened to episode blah 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 and I was just like okay god I get it so I told her I was like I gotta go she was like you alright I was like yeah I gotta go record this podcast I just thought it was one of those things where it's like, God is like, you know, you got stuff to do, like stop procrastinating, stop putting it off to the side, stop trying to, you know, diminish your own light or whatever the case may be, whatever my mental status is to kind of get me to not be like, um, continue to do it. Like I was, I was just doing the most. So I'm here. Those are my, you know, I guess my, you know, my wins for the week and where my my randomness for today that's that yeah my randomness for the week because y'all know i be real random what i wanted to talk about today is um actually an answer to my questions a couple of weeks ago about what kind of things you want to listen to on the podcast somebody had wrote uh decision making and i thought that was very interesting because i was like child, i don't i don't know because I can't make my mind up I will change my mind 37 times in a day ask my husband what I want to eat okay it'll go from sushi to Chinese to remember that place where we went I don't want to go there because I've been but I like decision making is difficult for me because I'm a person that I'm a mix between like a I don't give a F and a people pleaser. Like, I don't know. I don't, I really don't know where that is. Cause depending on the situation, I could give a right ass. like for real, like what? I don't care. Nothing about that. And other times I'm just like, ah, oh, I don't know if this is going to be the right decision. If I do this, then this, like I, I could think about all the things that happen if I make this decision. So I go from one extreme to the next. Right. And um, depending on who the decision affects or whatever, have you, that, changes the whole scope of it all um, but I really did kind of break it down for myself about how my process is to decision making so depending on what decision I have to make and how much time I have generally the first step is procrastination I never make a decision immediately I always am just like I don't know <laughs> literally the first thing I say I don't know. I don't even want to think about it. I got to clear my mind. Sometimes I got to be in the right place. Like I can't do it where you know, depending on where I'm at. If I got to make a decision in front of people, that makes me uncomfortable. I'm better by myself so I can kind of work the details out. But the first thing I do is I procrastinate about it. I literally just say, I don't know. I just need, give me a moment. You know, I'm learning now to, because sometimes you, some people ask you a question or they want you to make a choice about something and you give an immediate decision but it's not really being true to you like you just say whatever it is the first thing that comes in your mind that's never a good thing I really I just stop. it may, may not be procrastination it may be taking a pose. the reason why I say procrastination is because I forget there's somebody that either I had to do something or somebody asked me a question or that even I have to make a decision. Like because my mind is all over the place with thirty five million thousand things, I end up forgetting. So what I started doing is say, for instance, depending on what the situation is. Um, so we'll use my son going to possibly going to a different school next year that's a decision I have to make regardless of whatever's going on. I have to make that decision. And what I've done is that I wrote it down. So I wrote it down and I sent myself an email about it. Like basically it just says school decision, right? I will put it somewhere so that I can go back. So depending on like at work, if I have something that's due, I flag myself like a couple of times during the week to like go sort of remind me because Depending on what you do for your profession or whatever your life looks like, you may literally have 35 things you got to make a decision about by Tuesday. And today's Tuesday, right? Sometimes I just need to flag me like, okay, at 12 o'clock, I'm going to take the time to actually sit down and think about this. That's the next thing I do is I write it out. I put it on the calendar. I give myself a deadline to just think about it, like process it. Um, and so with that situation, with using my son's, uh, schooling as an example, I kind of think about that randomly throughout the day. I'll talk to him about it. Um, and so bouncing. So the next thing after that is kind of bouncing off ideas off of people. It's not about people making the decision for you, but sometimes saying it out loud and talking it through and with people of wise counsel makes a difference because somebody else can see some things that you can't see I never talk to the same type of people depending on what the conversation is because I know we all know the people that be like girl yes do that when you need somebody to hype you up that's who you call right you call the person that's like yes do that we going when what time blah, all of that no I, depending on what the, the question is I don't need that I need Somebody just gonna be like, "Well, what's the pros and cons? Well, what what would happen if you did A versus B? What's gonna happen there? Why you know? Ultimately, the decision is yours. But I, let, let's talk this through. So, depending on what decision you need to do, you need to you need to do that. If it's a for my married people or people in relationships, if it's a decision that's going to affect your family or your significant other, you might want to talk to your spouse. That may be who your counsel needs to go through. Because a lot, of, I've seen lots of people who make decisions and they be like, oh, I'm going to just do this. And they be like, but did you tell your wife? Did you tell your husband? Did you tell your boyfriend? Did you tell your girlfriend? Did you tell your mother? Like, you just going to make this decision and you know, some things are personal decision, but some stuff depended on what it requires and who it affects. You might want to talk to somebody else who this will eventually. So you can be like, Oh yeah, I forgot now in my defense because I can hear my husband hearing this and be like oh really do you tell me I don't so sometimes there'll be situations like say for instance I get invited somewhere right and my girls be like hey we getting up we gonna go do this blah 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 and I'll be like okay what's the day oh well I'm gonna get a set up bop 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 you know and I'll be like oh boo by the way on Friday I'm going out with the girl and it'd be like what you know like well i was gonna go do this and it's like oh but i had already told them you know so now you get into that thing so you want to make sure that whatever it is you're doing depending on what the decision whatever you're deciding or making a decision about uh, whoever it may affect it it aligns with whatever they're doing or not doing um the other part and one of the most important parts is following through um Even if I make, so I use my son as his name, but that was kind of, I don't know if it was easy or not, but that was a little different. So let's using those same steps and deciding to launch this podcast and or no, deciding to leave my job because that was a very big decision that affects every single person that lives in my house. That affects the people that I work with. It affects so many different things and it needed to be a well thought out decision I did procrastinate. I did write it down. I did talk it over with my husband and have discussions about it and what would certain things look like and yada, yada, yada. And now I'm following through. And sometimes that's, it's a part of doing the work. Once you make a decision, you have to be comfortable in your decision. That is probably the the biggest thing. Don't let anybody waver you out of your decision, depending on what it is, especially when you know that your decision is bigger than you like this move and this transition that I'm making in going into the next phase of my life is bigger than me it's not just about me leaving my job or me you know going or becoming an entrepreneur it's you know for me it's God ordained I know it is because it wasn't my thought it wasn't what I wanted to do, it wasn't anything that was even on my radar. And so because of that, I know that every decision that I make that has to do with this, every choice I make, every street I go down, every person I talk to, every um, anything that I do that has to do with this is going to directly impact my future and directly impact what it is that God has for me. And because of that, it makes, shoot, that make decision-making even harder because I, you know, I told you I'm different. I, I have trouble making decisions. Um, And so then I would say above all else, you give it to God. And depending on what the decision is, he will tell you. He will, you pray about it and you allow him to be able to guide you. He'll give you confirmation. He'll show up even when you least expect it. He'll send the person to you to say the one thing that only you was thinking that ain't nobody know that that was you was thinking or you listen to a sermon and they talking about the exact same thing that's happening in your house and you like how do you know right we all go through it and we think it's just random or it's a coincidence no that's God giving you confirmation on yes exactly what you were thinking that's what I'm saying that you need to do and sometimes making a decision isn't necessarily a positive decision. Sometimes the decision that you have to make is letting somebody go. Sometimes the decision you have to make is walking away from a situation. Sometimes it's, you know, having to say no to an opportunity that's been given to you. Sometimes it's telling your kids, no, they can't have what it is that they want. Sometimes your no's or your decisions are going to, it's going to be emotional. You know, um, I think that, and, and because of that, it makes it difficult because sometimes we go off our emotion and we just want to say, yeah, sure, or whatever. But we have to really make sure that everything that we do is for the betterment of ourselves and for our kids. I told somebody last week that in every phase of your life, at one time or another, you're all we're all going to have to make a choice. Your choices are going to have consequences it may be a good consequence. It may not be a good consequence, but ultimately every choice that you make, every decision that you make will alter the rest of your life. You may not realize it now. You may not understand it now and it may not be meant for you to get, but you don't know why you were in that situation at that moment, at that particular time with those people. You know what I'm saying? There's times where I like have to look back and I say, Only God knew that. Only God knew that I needed to be in that place at that time. Only God knew that I needed to know that person at that time. There's so many people. First of all, the DMV is a very small space. On the map, it looked large. I don't even know why, but it really isn't. Like, what's that movie? Like, Six Degrees of Separation or something like that. That is legit. <laughs> to the DMV. Everybody know. Everybody that know somebody that know somebody. Right? You and depending on the circles that you are in, you don't realize. Oh yeah. Hey, I remember that person from such and such or whatever, whatever. You don't know how that person may impact you or where you may see them or how you may need them or how they may need you. You don't know the people that you see every single day, the people that you are in community and relationship with, how you are impacting their lives. I know that no matter how stressful this process is for me, no matter how much transitioning into the person that God has for me, it's going to be for me. I know that I'm sad about leaving the people at my job. I'm sad about leaving the girls. I'm sad about not being there to be able to pull into them the way I have been so intentionally, so, um, Consistently for the last 11 years. I also know that God put me there to practice what it is that I'm doing and to see the fruits of my labor in a small version so that I'm not doubtful of my gift. I know that he put me in that situation for me to be able to be right here. I There's no way that 11 years ago I'd be able to do this. First of all, I don't even know if podcast was around in... <laughs> 11 years ago. I have no idea. But I wouldn't have been able to go through all the transitions that I went through. Everything that I did that molded me into the woman I am today. And the things that will change me. Like this transition is going, when I tell you it is stretching me, it is stretching me. Okay? Stretch Armstrong. That's what you start calling me now. Isn't that the uh, 80s or 90s toy? Stretch Armstrong. I'm sorry. I told y'all I'd be so random. Anybody who's going through a decision right now, anybody who feels like they have something that they have to make a decision on, definitely write it out. Write out your pros and cons. Write out your heaven and your hell of the situation. What would be the best outcome? What would be the worst outcome? Talk it through with somebody else who is going to give you sound advice. Don't talk to anyone who's going to be either a Debbie Downer or your hype man. You do not need that. You need somebody that's going to be even keeled, that's able to give you some wisdom, that's able to challenge you and be like, okay, yeah, that sounds good, but what if? You know, a lot of times I'm. you need the, all those type of people at different times of your life. You're going to need a hype person. You're going to need a Debbie Downer. You're going to need a little bit of everything. That's how your your circle is. Uh, full circle right but when you're making a decision that really is important you really need to make sure that you are um, having that conversation with the people that are going to it directly is going to be directly impacted by and also somebody that's going to give you sound advice you definitely need to pray about it um, if it's a decision that's way too big for you, I heard a sermon not too long ago from Elevation Churches that some stuff just needs to go to God. It don't even you don't even need to touch it because you're not even built for it. It may be it's too heavy for you to carry. So when it when it when <laughs> when it approaches you, you need to say, "It's above me now." That's what you need to say. It's above me now, okay. And that's how you answer the enemy. It's above me now, okay. <laughs> the Best Western is next door. <laughs> that's what you need to do because ultimately there's certain things we're not going to be able to make a decision on. We're not going to be able to do that because it's bigger than that. God wants us to put our faith in him to be able to make the decision for him. I mean, make the decision for us. Whatever it is that you're going through, whatever it is that you feel like you have to make a choice about today. Some stuff doesn't need to be made today. Sometimes you need to ask people to give you more time. Sometimes you need extra time to be able to just figure it out for yourself to make sure that you are making the right decision. Lastly, I just want to talk about something that we're doing this week, even though I'll have a whole separate podcast next week about Father's Day. Right now, I just wanted to, because I have a platform to be able to talk to other people and have an ear, I want to be able to use it for the benefit of the men out here who are doing their jobs and who are really stepping up to be fathers, um stepdads, grandfathers, all of that. My husband jokes often about the fact that there's not enough stuff on TV about they get Father's Day, one week. Mothers get a whole week, right? Or a whole month. The whole month of May, you're getting all of these commercials and everything. And I'm always, you know, in the beginning I used to be like, I don't think that that's true. And then I was like, oh no, yeah, it is true. So I started to notice it and see it. And I just was like, oh man, that, that would suck. Right. And so he's like, oh, fathers don't get the credit that they deserve. And I said, well, you know, I can't change the narrative of the country or, you know, whatever advertisements are doing or social media, any of that stuff. The only thing I can do, you know, is change the narrative. in our family, I, you know, we, he definitely knows how much I am grateful for him and how, much of the impact he's been in my life and in my son's life, you know prior to us having uh my youngest son, he definitely came into the situation, not even knowing you know necessarily what he was doing per se but he's always been a great role model and a great influencer for my oldest son my oldest son I could just tell by their interactions with each other and how he talks to him he respects him as a man he respects him as his stepdad and although his dad is you know in his life and he is um very active in his life I'm so fortunate to be able to have two men that I know love my kids unconditionally besides the fact that they know that I will haunt them in their dreams and in their nightmares but they love my kids unconditionally and so my cousin and my sister and I decided last year to do something called dope dad's week um where we honor our husbands for the week um, leading up until Father's Day. And so that's what we've been doing. That's what we did on Sunday. Um, and having that opportunity to be able to just honor him and honor my dad and my sister's husband and my cousin's husband is just truly a, a a big deal. So I'm challenging all the women out here who have, I, you know what, I'm going to ask you to stretch yourself, like stretch Armstrong, right? And I'm asking you to just reach out to a dope dad and, let, and tell them, You're doing a good job. Sometimes we as women, we want to hear we're doing a good job as moms. And sometimes dads need to hear they're doing a good job too. So you reach out to a dope dad today. Let them know, or this week, and let them know that they're doing a great job outside of Father's Day. Father's Day, you want to tell them, Happy Father's Day. So between today, June 11th, and Saturday, June 15th, You're going to reach out to a guy, uh, you know, someone that you feel like is being a dope dad and let them know how much you appreciate them. So I posted a picture earlier this week saying changing the narrative, one family at a time. That's all we can do. But I think if we just kind of like let these guys know how much we really appreciate what they're doing in their kids' lives and in other kids' lives, maybe we can make a difference. I don't know. That's, uh, That's my little tidbit for this week. Okay, guys, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and comment on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Have a great week. See ya.
1: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.